Garnet News Digest, 13th of May, 3307. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Delphi Research, motive for a Thargoid attack. Salvation, bad mouths Aegis. Imperator Victorious as Federation turns tail. Parallel Galaxy for Odyssey Commanders. The number of Thargoid attacked systems has risen to 10 as Aegis speculates that its Guardian Technology Research Programme may have motivated the onslaught. In addition to the seven stations targeted this morning, Ark's Faith in HR 1183, Donar's Oak in Pleiades Sector IR-W-D1-55 and the new Kumu Syndicate Station Fort Zeno in HIP-62154 have been attacked. All ten systems are reported to have a massive Thargoid presence and Aegis has appealed for anti-Zeno combat pilots to help repel the onslaught. Archon Delane has expressed his outrage at the attacks, which affected two of his new Orbis starports and promised to teach the aliens a lesson in a language they will understand. Professor Albert Tesro believes that the recent initiative to collect Guardian technology for research into anti-Zeno weaponry and defences may have provoked the Thargoids to action. Thargoids are known to be hostile to anything of Guardian origin, so it may not be a coincidence that they attacked the starport in Delphi, where the research samples are being stored. The commanders of all ten damaged stations have put out an urgent appeal for assistance evacuating personnel to the waiting rescue ships. The mysterious figure known as Salvation appears to criticise anti-Thorgoid research and defence organisation Aegis in a tweet posted earlier today. The social media message took the form of a short video of a Thargoid interceptor with numbers superimposed. When decoded, the numbers translate to the message React, React, React. That's all that Aegis ever do. We need a solution. Salvation Salvation is taking an active interest in the search for the scientific crew of the megaship Hesperus, who went missing 200 years ago while searching for some form of Thargoid technology. Salvation has previously declared that only science can save humanity, and there's speculation that they may be planning to invent some form of new technology to see off those infrequent but devastating blows from the Thargoids. It is true that the underfunded Aegis, now lacking any form of early warning system following the failure of the Eagle Eye network, seems able to do little other than react just a little too late to Thargoid attacks. In the fight against the Thargoids, humanity is perpetually on the back foot. Imperator Hadrian Duval has won a significant victory over attempted summary justice by a federal faction. The League of Mandu, believing Hadrian to be the mastermind behind the NMLA bombings, attempted to wipe his Nova Imperium faction off the face of the Parisus system, only to be comprehensively repelled by the Imperator's superior forces. And 
The Imperator didn't spare the tub-thumping rhetoric. Speaking of honour hard won by those who fought against the arrogance of the Federal invasion and reiterating Nova Imperium's stance that the Empire must stand separate from the lesser superpowers. But he also reiterated that Nova Imperium would continue to participate in the war against the Starport bombers. The Federal Diplomatic Corps made the best of a bad job, with Ambassador Catherine Carlyle praising the zeal of the League of Mandu in attempting to take the law into its own hands, while admitting that it had acted prematurely and without authority, and promising that it would soon depart from Parisa. And indeed, there is little reason for the command centre megaship Harmony's Shield to remain in the system as federal achievements in the war were insufficient to earn any bonus for those who took part. The modest Nova Imperium bounty is available for participants to collect from Dyson City. It is not clear at this stage whether the Imperial faction opposed to Nova Imperium, the Pereasi Imperial Consulate, might try to topple Imperator Hadrian. For now, peace has returned to Parisa. Commanders who use the PC flight control system and who've paid for their odyssey walking about on planets permit will find themselves in a parallel galaxy when the first permits are released on Wednesday the 19th. Colours will be more vibrant. Atmospheres will be more shiny. Menus will be more confusingly icon-based. Planets will be more landable. And feet will be more walkabout-onable. But they won't get to see this wonderful new galaxy and also see PC commanders who haven't applied for a permit. At least, until the latter part of the year. When users of the Xbox and PS flight control systems are granted access to Odyssey, everyone will be transferred to the shiny new galaxy, whether or not they've bought their Odyssey permit. And Odyssey PC commanders will once again be able to see commanders who don't have the permit. Of course, even then, only commanders with the Odyssey permit will be able to land on planets with atmospheres, and only commanders with the Odyssey permit will be able to disembark and walk around on foot. Between the start of Odyssey and the grand reunification towards the end of the year, PC Odyssey commanders have the option to forgo the beauty of the new galaxy and flip back to the old one, using a transdimensional warp function known as the Launcher. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.